Practice run, testing, testing. Is my mic on? Ayo, raise my snares. <laughs> nah, okay. Listen, I need to apologize for the delay in last week's episode. We came across some technical issues, and I need to give it up to the pods I listen to and depend on for some semblance of sanity during this stay-at-home order. Well, even before that. Uh, you kept me entertained on train rides, walking to work and Ubers while cooking and cleaning on the toilet while I showered. I think I messed up one of my phones doing that. In fact, I know a drop of water made it into that speaker. And my phone ringing was never the same. And I think people didn't really understand me that well after that either. So I don't know. Is the speaker and the mic the same thing? Did I just ask a dumb question? Because, like, I don't know. I really don't care about these things. Um, so... I only started listening less these past few months because I started talking more and having more conversation. Um, and I replaced podcasts with, yeah, with just that conversations. And I made a friend, that friend being Alyssa. And it was perfect timing. It was a match made in Chi-Town. A couple of women just talking about meat juice that's frozen, I suppose. <laughs> um, but can you believe that this is the hardest topic for me to discuss? Like, I can't even seem to get the details down behind the name of this pod just on paper because it just cracks me up so hard. And I can't even get through the first thoughts. Like, I love telling the story out loud. Um, so maybe I should just do that. Just talk about it. if I tell in the wrong order, then I just double back. You know how you tell a story to a friend and then, I don't know, at a, at a house party or something or at a dinner. Um, so, well, one day. I think we should, like, hold out on that for a little while because people are really trying to guess at what this name means, and it's really not that bad. Um, or, yeah, it's not that bad. I can't say that it's not that good because it was a riot. Um, but that one's going to take some time for me to figure out how to get through without spewing wine out of my nose. And uh, maybe that'll be an episode with tequila in honor of the day that I realized we would be such close friends. But, um, oh, yeah. Hey, yo, let's back up. Wait a minute. Se me olvidó los saludos. For those of you that don't speak Spanish, I said I forgot the greetings. So here it goes, y'all. Cheers, ciao, greetings, and salutations. Bienvenido, you are listening to Frozen Meat Juice. Thank you for joining me, your friend in this pandemic that loves to laugh, get a little goofy, and speak inside thoughts. I want to apologize to everyone for my intense reaction about Florida's behavior last week. I just get a little upset. Like, when I when what I rep or who I rep steps out and embarrasses me, you know? Like, so let's let's move on, though, because <laughs> that, could, that could go in so many directions, right? Now, let's take a pause, because isn't it crazy how, like, what we rep and who we rep, like, it almost seems like it's the perfect storm when we start to rep it out loud. Like, you ever see, like, couples come out, and then it just turns out one of them was just, like, massively creeping and just running all in the streets like hurting and humiliating that person they just found out because they just stepped out and repped them that shit's rough that is super super rough um and i don't know i don't know what's worse is it the betrayal or is it the humiliation and the embarrassment or the fact that it's like the person was willing to betray embarrass and humiliate you it's like dude just like hurt me and get it over with or just say hmm not in the mood for this anymore. Let's move on. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the thrill of it. Maybe people like the idea of getting over on somebody that cares for them um, while they get someone else to care for them because then that might 
make them think that they're worth caring about in more ways than one. Um, oh, this just went down like some psychoanalysis route that maybe I shouldn't be taking. Um, but yeah, and then like, I don't know, maybe bring your friend or your cousin to a party and then like, you're like, yo, that's my people right there. We about to party. She's cool or he's cool. And the next thing you know, they get wasted and just start, I don't know, brawling with somebody. Like they square up, take their shirts off and everything. It's like, what just happened? I just told everybody we were like mad cool and that you were chill. Um, that's actually a funny, funny story. Oh my God. Okay. So I can, <laughs> I gotta go way off topic. So when I first moved, um, to Chicago, I actually had like what would have been a childhood friend, like just, you know, reach out and say, Hey girl, I know you're going through it. Like your mom died and you're like really trying to find your way and you just need to get away. I know you fell in love with the city. The city is so amazing. You should definitely come stay with us. Okay, well, you know, like, I'm not really going to have a gig out there because I have to, like, find something. And so I'm most likely just going to be on unemployment coming out there. I don't really feel right because, like, what am I going to really offer? Oh, don't worry. You know what? You can stay for free. And in exchange, you can um, you can provide your personal training and your nutrition services. Yeah, this was back when I was fit, you guys. Um <laughs> Or somewhat. I, I tend to think that we go through phases in our life. And um, there was a phase after my mom passed where I just wanted like all the greasy Chinese food and all the cakes. I love cake. But um, but yeah, so like there was this agreement. And then, you know, but there was an understanding. Like I had a certain lifestyle. I wasn't into like all the partying or whatever. And I was showing up broke. Okay. Broke. Like broke enough that like I had money to purchase property, but I didn't have money to just like be out, you know? So I get there and literally everything that was discussed ended up going like right down the toilet. They wanted to party all the fucking time. And I'm thinking, okay, well, it should be safe. Like there's not going to be that much partying going on because like their parents, they have three kids, like it's going to be chill. These people partied like, like they were in their twenties and hadn't produced enough hangovers in their lifetime to understand that maybe you should just stop. And um, I want to say it was like in my late 20s, maybe around like 27, where I was just like, ah, oh, dude, this isn't worth it. Like going to work hungover, I'll never forget. I went to work hungover one time and I had a full day of interviews to conduct because we had to hire like six people. Uh, man, that was rough. I was so hungover. Um, that was unprofessional. Um, so yeah. Oh, so back to it. So I'm like living with these people that made it sound like, oh yeah, you know, we're like a, uh, um, like a wholesome household and we would definitely appreciate like the energy that you bring. And we definitely want to feed off of that and give you some as well. And it was buku crazy fucking bananas. I don't even know what to say about this, but, um, so I only lasted there <laughs> maybe like four weeks, five weeks until like all of the crazy came out. And so here's the, here's the horrible part about it. Okay. So you want to rep these people, right? Because they're Latinos like you. And it's like, yeah, let's look out for each other. And then, um, furthermore, you want to like rep your minorities and it's just like, yeah, we got to look out for each other. Cause you know, the, the privilege out there is always trying to get us. And, um, <laughs> and they accused me of like being stuck up 
because I didn't want to like cause further damage to my body and my mind and my spirit. And my mom had not even been gone for like a year. So maybe like not even trying to act like I'm too good to go out drinking, just more like maybe it's just not a good idea for my mental health, you know? And instead of them seeing that and be like, I don't want to take part in things, it's like, oh, she's being stuck up. And then, um, you know, I have I have a type, I guess. I uh, normally like to date on the more brown skin uh, spectrum of of all of the beautiful colors and tones of skin. And um, so because of that, I was like going against la raza. You guys, I almost fucking threw up in my mouth when I heard that. Let me tell you what two women are not going to do. We're not going to keep la raza going, okay? It takes a lot of science and a lot of money for two women to make children with their DNA, okay? So if I'm fucking a blue, purple, green, brown skin, white skin person, it literally does not affect the population, nor does it affect the number of Hispanics that there are out there. And trust and believe, there are so many just running around popping babies out. Me, one less Puerto Rican having a baby is not going to affect the world. Okay, there's literally billions of people on this planet and there are so many Puerto Ricans all across the world. I am not a fucking issue. Oh, Lord, you guys, I had to get that out. (laughs) But anyway, so it'd be like it'd be stupid shit. I'm stuck up. I'm, you know, stuck up when it comes to women, too, because I think I'm too cute. And it's just like, you know what? I'm I don't think I'm too cute for anyone, but I like what I like. So why don't you go sit your little punk ass over there and like what you like and let me like what I like. Right. So and I say punk ass um, because I just think that grown men physically threatening a woman um, is just some punk pussy shit to do. And of course, eventually that's what ended up happening. Uh, they let one of their like sociopathic, like probably one of those crazy types that hears voices come stay with them. And um, he low key looked like he was somewhat of a molester. And I'm like, ah, oh, this doesn't really fit the situation. Like you have three young kids in this house. This guy looks like, like he listens to the voices that he hears. And then you have me here and it's like, I get it. I don't pay like bills or anything and I'm not really helping. But at the same time, it's like, you just like, took it upon yourself to bring someone who is extremely dangerous into a situation. And um, yeah, I read the room correctly, guys. Like this guy threatened to hit me. And if anybody understands like anatomy, the the muscle mass on a man is just naturally like higher, right? So even though these guys were running around with like big beer bellies, um, like their forearms were still like much larger than mine. And I just... You know, I don't know if they were trying to excuse their willingness to hit a woman, like with their gayness, because um, I don't think that gay men are weak. I don't think that gay men are sissies in any respect. I don't um, subscribe to any any gay man thinking that now they're on equal ground with a woman in in that type of capacity. I just think it's some um, punk shit, and I think. It would have been an easy fight. I probably would have gotten knocked the fuck out and, you know, let another grown man fuck his shit up. That would have been different, right? So um, 
all of that to say, um, that was like a point in my life where I developed like this really, really gnarly fucking eyelid twitch because I was so stressed out and I was so like terribly frightened about like the situation because I had never dealt with that kind of ugly showing in people, you know, and in that many people and in that short amount of time and in a place where I stayed. Uh, so I had to then show up and come get my stuff. And um, when the rental car truck, like I got it for the wrong day, um, they actually took all my shit, trashed it and threw it in the other room. You guys, these pussies threw my mom's toddler fo- like picture, you know, the big ones that you get back in the day and like they're, they're um, processed, but they're like clearly painted to a certain extent. That's what they, like, they threw around all the stuff. And it was just, like, there was so much sacred going on with my belongings because a lot of it was, like, memories of my mother that I was just like, wow, these guys are next level. Like, not even respectful, not even just, hey, we don't, we don't match vibes. We don't, we don't, you know, get along or I don't like the way you're living your life. I don't like that you're locking yourself in the basement and crying for six days straight. You're being a bitch or something like nothing like that. It was just like, hey, we're going to trash your shit now after the fact that we just made you really uncomfortable and made you feel like your life was in danger. We're going to trash your shit. And I'm just like, it's easy for three grown men to do that to one woman who's literally like broken, right? I didn't have any fight in me. I didn't, I wasn't trying to, you know, find my rat, my inner ratchet and go that route. I don't, I don't see the point in picking fights with people um, when you realize how important life is, you know? So, um, and I think I'm speaking too close into this mic, so let me back up a little bit, you guys. Um, so anyway, that became a moment where like, it became super embarrassing to even say that I was like childhood friends with this guy, that we knew each other when we were kids. Um, and even more embarrassing to say that this is like a Hispanic man running around the town just like doing wild shit to women that he may call his friend. So anyway, all that to say that I, yeah, I was embarrassed by that whole situation. Like I got stuck in a city trusting people that I thought, you know, because of their circumstances, maybe they were just a little more kind-hearted than they actually turned out to be. But yeah, just because you adopt your drug-addicted sister's three kids and call them as your own doesn't mean that you're going to be a good parent about it, doesn't mean you're going to be a good person, Um, absolutely does not mean you're not going to blast your music until six o'clock in the morning like you've been on coke all night, Um, but hey, what do I know? (laughs) I don't know. I don't come from a place or a time where people were like coked up and wilding out. Um, So I don't know. I I learned a lot here in Chicago. (laughs) I learned what it feels like, what it would feel like to have my life be in danger. Uh, I learned what it was like to actually see like grown men terrify a woman. And I'd, I'd never, I'd never seen that in the South. So, you know, that's not to say the South is better than the Midwest. That's not to say that all Hispanic men are trash, and that's not to say that all Hispanic gay men are trash. These are just experience, uh, you know, experiences that can, like, in a way, fuck you up and make you want to generalize things. But you know, you really can't, because I'm, I'm embarrassed of the situation. I'm embarrassed by those people, um, but I'm a better person for it. 
And I'm definitely more mindful of reading like the room and making sure that I'm only associating myself with people that are, are, are genuine and, and really do have kindness in their hearts. Because once you're ready to just go off and judge somebody and you're not taking into consideration like where they're coming from, what they're growing, going through and how that affects their behavior, you know, and you're just ready to just shoot off and just be like, oh, fuck this girl. She's just a stuck up bitch, blah, blah, blah. And all she messes with is black girls. It's just like, eh, okay. Well, you're not going to take the time to understand that I'm a human going through a very human experience. And, you know, I would never want anybody to have to lose their mom too soon. And uh, I say that I lost my mom too soon at 31. But, hey, there are people who lost their moms uh, before, prior to that at very young ages. And then there are people who are fortunate enough to have their moms, like, well into their 60s. Uh, there are people who had moms that cared more about their sex life and their love life than raising their children. There are people who had mothers who were just, you know, mentally ill and didn't provide them the, the care and the love and the tenderness that they needed. So I, I'm fortunate enough to know where I'm coming from with things and to understand that, you know, there's a soft heartedness that that uh, my mom gave me that I appreciate. And there's a much deeper soft heartedness that that grew in me after losing her um, because I definitely, prior to losing her, realized that I was maybe a little too rough around the edges. So um, my mom, my love, my angel, I hope you're hearing me and <laughs> I hope you're laughing at this because I'm sure you were just like so worried for me as it was happening and saw that crazy ass eyelid twitch that <laughs> developed and was like, oh my gosh, my daughter's going to lose her mind. But, um, you know, I came out much stronger for it. And all I can say is, you know, can't be embarrassed by, by who you rep. You just got to stop repping them. But, uh, I don't know, I still rep Florida. Florida, just please stop it. Stop being in the damn news for all this wild shit, man. You're going to have to make me, uh, you know what, let's, let's, clear, let's clear the air. Okay. I'm going to get on with my three Gs. So... I have to say, like, one one huge G about uh, my life right now is I love my neighborhood. I have access to so much amazing food that is literally walking distance from me. So there's Senegalese food across the street, Jamaican, not even a block away, Eritrean and Ethiopian cuisine is, is a little casual walk from my place, and so many good Mexican options nearby. It's just awesome. Um, there are a couple of paleterias near me, too. And, you know, I crack up at how my interactions with Mexicans are so similar. Because, like, we are, we look at each other and get excited. And then I'll say shit like, do you make mole? <laughs> Excuse me. Do you make mole? And then they'll hit me with, do you make arroz con gandules? And my favorite is, like, we hit each other with that, yo, say something in Spanish. Because we are just in total awe of each other's accents. And side note. Please, can someone make some mole out here that is vegan? Like, I don't like tasting too much sweetness in it. And I have had some that tasted like straight up peanut butter. I'm not a fan. I've had some that was a perfect mix of sweet and savory. And then I had one, one time that was just savory. And it was full of all of the stuff that dreams are made of. It was delicious. Oh, my God. Um... Like, I'm, I'm salivating right now just thinking about it. So I've got, like, juicy mouth syndrome right now. Uh-huh. JMS. So <laughs> that's well. 
So we were in training the other day as a group, and um, and a coworker and, and like a homie um, who is Mexican throws out a Puerto Rican saying, but she kind of messed it up, right? So quick Spanish lesson: Mira para allá means look at that, with the tone sounding more like, "Well, would you look at that?" So we're goofing around, and she says, "Mira para acá." which means look over here with the tone sounding more like look my way. My dude, I looked right at her for a split second, like a split second, but long enough for her to realize that I literally did what she asked me to do. And um, I'm thinking I'm going to see something and her face was so blank that I realized she wasn't going to show us something. She just really jacked up the saying. And I love when that happens. <laughs> like when the joke doesn't come out right and everyone laughs even harder. It's kind of like... Um, Alyssa's entire comedic career, I think. Um, I don't know if she would agree right now. Uh, Alyssa's not with me for this episode, uh, but hopefully we get to record together next time, uh, schedule conflicts and all that. But um, so I'm going to purposely just start saying weird shit. I'm going to just say mira pa' acá in groups of boricuas to see who calls me out. You know, a ver, a ver quien me dice algo, but we'll see. Um, so uh, my second G is that um, I'm leaving on, wait, what day am I leaving? Leaving Thursday, leaving Thursday to go home to Florida to visit the family. And I am super excited. So it's going to be like a double whammy, uh, dental work and quality time with the fam um, and sunshine. Oh my gosh, I need so much sunshine, you guys. I am so pale. I can see my veins. And, you know, we've already had this conversation about how I'm salty that I couldn't come with a little more cafe con mi leche. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got way too much leche, not enough cafe. And damn, your girl still needs to, like, get out in the sun and tan. It's kind of upsetting. Um, my third G is... I don't know. Oh, my goodness. There's so much to be grateful for. My third G is that... I see the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to like a major, major decision in my life uh, that I made a few years back that I've been trying to fix. <laughs> so when I can get into more detail about that, I will. Uh, but in the meantime, that's going to be a, a G that I need to just mention from time to time because it's, of course, a major G, so it's got to be included with three Gs. And it's, um, it's exciting. I need it to manifest. So quick follow-up, guys. I did not make the switch. Uh, I'm still figuring out if this phone and watch situation works. It's, of course, Android. Um, but if not, I'll switch it because my last phone was a major inconvenience. And, um, yeah, on all fronts. I don't even know why I had it. But uh, shout-out to L Boogie at Verizon for fixing the issue. I really thought it was just, like, trash-ass technology that I had. And we can just admittedly say that it was user error. So I appreciate your patience, girl. Thank you. Um, so let's let's talk about home for a bit. I touched on Florida, and there was something in the news uh, where Volusia County saw itself become a story, not of one Florida man or one Florida woman, but of several. So here we go back to, oh, I'm embarrassed to rep this. But um, so during this pandemic, a large, very large group of people decided to throw a traveling block party. And I was like, mm, wow, esta gente, bro. 
Like they don't get that they're putting each other in harm's way. And we're two months into our social distancing and stay at home order here in Chicago. We're wearing masks to go into places of business. We're really taking it seriously out here for the most part. Then all I hear is that Florida barely had a stay at home order and has since reopened. And that is tourist central. Like, do you know how many people will hop on a plane just to be able to walk around without a mask and get some sunshine? My face starts itching and I get a bit dizzy wearing those damn masks. I, um, so I hear that Florida is throwing what I would not call a block party, but a severe endangerment of a community of people. Um, so Florida and its savagely Southern racist reputation is well-earned and documented. So you have not only COVID issues, but a situation that was predominantly black and, um, and Latino, I'm guessing, and you know just a lot of minorities involved. And I freaked out even more because this country is notorious for allowing people of authority and of, of no authority to just shoot black men and women and children and get away with it. You know, I mean, I'm really sad to say, yeah, uh, George Zimmerman's walking this earth and someone's child was taken away. That happened in Florida. Dude had zero right to do what he did. Um, you know, and a badge doesn't give you that right either. But it's just like, where'd you just pull this, this authority from? You know, and got away with it. And that's just so sad. So, um, you know, I was relieved to find out that nobody was killed. Arrests were made, of course. There were some drugs present. People were just brandishing their guns to the, to the cops and pointing them at them. And bottles were even thrown at them. So this story just went from bad to worse. Because not only are people getting fucked up and forgetting that there's an entire contagion out there that could just wipe you and your family out. But then they're daring the cops to use force. So, man... Florida, the ignorance of this behavior is indeed embarrassing. And I hear this massive party was for some memorial. But, you know, common sense would have just stopped that. Maybe just sit at home and spend time with your loved ones in memory of someone who had their loved one taken away and, and out of respect for that. And just be grateful to have one another. Um, you know, don't make it your business to draw attention by unlawfully congregating in mass numbers during this time. It's just irresponsible. It's scary. It could have cost people their lives in two ways. And it's infuriating that I went from thinking about whether whether anyone was infected and even more that we live in a country where we have to wonder if anyone shot a minority. You know, mom used to tell me, don't get caught acting your color. And I didn't fully get what that meant until I paid more attention to the stigmas out there. Like, we're loud, we procreate like crazy, we cook our asses off, we make minimal wages and live off the government, we rape, we kill, we sell drugs. There's all kinds of stereotypes that piss me off about Latinos and minorities in general because on the flip side, we have so many to look up to. And we have so many hopeful stories and mentors and examples of greatness and success. And I look at those stories and I wonder why it's so easy to just focus on the negative all the time. And it's those negative generalizations that make it easy for someone that is in the wrong mood on the wrong day to take it upon themselves to take a life. Then it becomes something that gets swept under the rug and people have to fight to even get the truth out there, to be heard, to get some publicity for it, just in the hopes of, of you know, creating outrage so that it would lead to justice being served. And, you know, it was a tough rabbit hole to go down, I tell you. Then, you know, how racist was it for me to then follow my path and think to myself, well, hey, I'm more scared of the privilege I see that makes certain people feel entitled to this shit. Like, 
Entitled to tell a woman what to do with her body. Entitled to, entitled to snatch someone off the street, torture and kill somebody. Grab a gun or a machete. Uh, machete. Look at me. That was like Spanglish because it's machete or machete. Anyway, to grab a gun or a machete from the local Walmart and go out and hack an Uber driver up or shoot up a movie theater and then have people of the same privilege say that this person has mental Ill health issues. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I would gather. Um, but when does it stop being about convenient excuses and just acknowledge that there are just fucked up humans in the world of all backgrounds, of all, you know. Anyway, I would love to see a time when hearing about this dumbass gathering in Florida would have only made me fear for the lives of people that may have been infected and not about someone justifying a racist murder. I would have loved that, but, you know. Oh, anyway, that was too long of a rant over something that didn't even happen, so thank goodness I'm just grateful. Um, and it was just, it was just a sad moment to even have to wonder if something further in that story was going to confirm what I feared the most. So, um, Florida, get your shit together, Okay. I'm trying to call that my home still, and I'm trying to move back there. So maybe just quit with the fuckery, okay? So um, this it was actually meant to be like a mini-sode. I didn't mean to go on a rant and go down some memory lane or something. Uh, but uh, I wanted to check in, and I, I don't know what's going to be the regular day for potting anymore because life is getting really busy. My job is getting kind of insane again there's a lot of it that doesn't make sense to me um and then I have to like you know at the drop of a hat figure it out and and make it make sense again so when I tell you this has been a week of miscommunications and like the blame game bs and and you know trying to just scramble for an outcome that I think personally is too soon and um not well thought out, so we're, I'm running on fumes. I worked until about, I don't know, almost midnight last night, and uh, uh, yeah, they've just been really long days, and then they've been every day. So I am super excited to leave uh, for home, but I'll tell you what, I had to do like an outreach project, and I talked so much today, and like, a building that we just started running the AC in for the first time because, of course, we went from, like, winter to, like, two days of spring and then to, like, summer. So we had to kick on the AC, and it was so dusty, and my eyes got so watery and scratchy, and my throat is, like, nuts. So I want to read a poem that was submitted, and I just feel so bad if I'm not going to do it justice because I literally have to pause just to catch my breath. Um, or to swallow, and it's just, it's so scratchy and kind of tickles a bit. So I know I'm not sick. I know it's a really bad case of, like, dust inhalation and a super, super heavy um, burst of vegetation out in the world because, you know, us breeders are not adding to the problem right now. For the most part, we're staying home, and, oh, these plants are thriving. I'm not going to complain about that um, because, of course, I, I want mother nature to win but man please forgive this <laughs> artist corner this piece was submitted by lyric i'm sitting with you hearing the monitors beeping they check your vitals making sure your heart's beating thinking to myself 
My man is too strong. I know he can beat it. You ever felt so full of hope and at the same time so defeated? Like you walked into a war zone when you should have retreated. On the surface, you're calm and chill. Insides feel ill as you're trying not to scream and shout because you're watching them fight for their life and you can't help out. You'd go to war with the best, meet anywhere, we can scrap to the death, yet I wish I could explain how I felt my heart break in my chest. When I found out you took your last breath, I was in my truck, had to pull to the side, I swear I sobbed and I cried, negotiating, bargaining, begging it not to be true that you died. Felt like a helpless baby, thinking if I was there then, possibly, just maybe, those being the only thoughts in my mind, the memories of you. The last ones left. Remember, I said I'd war for you until my last breath. You'd be surprised how humbled you are when you learn you can't beat death. Having to be strong as those around you crumble. Trying not to fall, but all you do is stumble. How do I keep a straight face when my faith is visibly shaken? I'm trying to mortar up the crack in my soul to keep my heart from breaking. Wondering if they got the room number wrong. Maybe the nurse was mistaken. How do you rebuild when people you love get taken? When you wanted them to hold on, but they needed to let go. When all you wanted was a little more time, but instead, all you got was a flat line. That was uh, by Lyric. I did not see a title for that, so I'm just going to say I hear you. Wow. That was that was deep. And... Um, so my apologies if I did not uh, have the right pauses and inflections. I am struggling to talk, <laughs> struggling to swallow. Um, but I could not not read this because um, I'd been I'd been holding on to this one for like a week or two, and it just it resonates with me um, as I'm sure it does for anyone who loses a loved one and. Uh, and I don't know, that's just, you know, these are those situations where it, it always seems to be something super drastically like happy or super sad that just reminds us of just how human we are, right? And how we need to be kinder to ourselves and each other. So I hope that we can stick to the three G's. And remember, whenever we want to troll somebody for embarrassing themselves on an app or in public, uh, just find find three good things to say to say about it instead. You know, um, and please excuse the noise in the background. That is my dog. He uh, got a burst of energy for some reason. I don't understand it, and he's just playing with a squeak toy, um, probably pissing off my neighbor upstairs. So. Yeah, your girl likes to come get complaints a lot. She's, she's, I don't know. I don't like to get complaints a lot. Let me say it differently. I just, I'm notorious for it because apparently she doesn't like the sounds that dogs make. Um, but you know, a little side story about that. Like, don't move into a pet-friendly building. They're hard enough to find. Um, so if you move into a pet-friendly building and you're the only person that doesn't have a pet, like, you're complaining about people for picking the kind of building that would be a little more forgiving for having like dogs that get excited when you get home, dogs that get scared when the lightning and thunder hits, you know, like, come on, don't be a dick. So then she gets a cat. Finally, she belongs in the building. Um, 
But yeah, I don't. I'm not completely convinced that her dickishness has diminished for it. Um, but I do hope that she's being more understanding, and I have not gotten complaints in about a year, so I'm happy about that. Uh, besides that, um, I'm going to. I will post like a photo or a video of this recording. I haven't. I've like been recording, but I haven't decided what like is going to be included on the um, Instagram for frozen meat juice. So I will say it's not going to have a filter because we're on hashtag FTF. Forget the filter. Um, so And there's no makeup. Fuck that. Okay. So any type of filters that involve like pounds of makeup or fucking whatever technology has in my phone, we're not doing that. So if you think I look viejita and you want to troll my page, collect yourself and think about 3Gs instead because you would be the fuckery that we don't need to keep adding to this world Fix yourself. Um, that being said, um, this is supposed to be a shorter episode. We'll see how this turned out because I'm just rambling right now, telling a bunch of weird ass stories. But um, I hope you all are staying safe. I can't wait to see my family. So I'm going to skip recording uh, this coming week because I'm going to be in Tampa Bay. Uh, holla back, Tampa Bay, 813. Um, so I will catch you all in two weeks. And with that being said, peace, love, and I'm out.